Hey, good morning, my friends. Skip here again. Nice, cool October morning. Hope all is well with you. Uh, thanks for listening. We are growing very incrementally, <laughs> very uh, s- slowly, and that's okay. Uh, I hope that if you have happened upon this podcast, or if you listen to it already, uh, that it helps you in some way in your life because life isn't easy. And I want to talk about how and why life is so hard. Uh, I think one of the things that, and I didn't learn many things from my parents, but one of the things I did learn was that, that life is, is a difficult thing to to go through and there's no doubt that it has its difficulties there's no doubt that there there are issues we face health issues um, economic issues uh, death uh, transitions life is life is hard anyway but I want to talk about how we make it harder uh, and we make it harder because that's what we've learned to do. We make it more difficult. We we complicate something that doesn't need any more complications. So let's talk about how we kind of make things harder than it has to be because that's that's what we've learned to do. So as I've said, you know, life is already... Uh, difficult enough. It has its challenges enough. Uh, we will lose people we love. I don't want to be morbid and start off negative, but it's a fact. Uh, we will go through our own crises, our own transitions. We will get divorces and uh, lose jobs and have transitions and make mistakes, etc., etc. Part of being human. Part of curriculum, a part of what it means to be here, breathing, conscious, living. It's the same for every human being. Uh, you can't avoid it. You shouldn't try to avoid it. You need to look at life for what it is. And as the, uh, as they say in, in uh, recovery from drugs and alcohol, you need to meet life on its terms uh, because it's, it's, it's not going to allow it to be any other way. However, our perception, uh, the realities we create, the realities we create without knowing that we create them, all have an impact on that. They just do. And it's important for us to know that. It's important for us to know that in the context of what life already is, we are creating. We are uh, perpetuating things. And if we choose to create things that are difficult, then things that are difficult will manifest themselves. Uh, there's a, one of my favorite singers is a guy named Jack Johnson. And he has a line in a song and it says, if, if hell is what you want, then hell is what you'll have. 
and I, I think there's a lot of truth in that, that we often subconsciously, and I want to make sure I say that, but not always. I'll talk about that too in here in a second. But often subconsciously create more strife because it validates who we are. We, I think we struggle so much with with being alive. We struggle so much with existential questions that one of the ways that we try to control what seems to be out of control is we create drama, we create crises, we self-sabotage or self-manufacture crises so we can somehow validate who we are. Uh, it's not unlike someone hurting themselves physically to validate who they are. We humans often hurt ourselves spiritually to validate who we are. And I will tell you that it often happens in a very subconscious way. And, or it happens in a way uh, that is out of ignorance. Because we're back at the theory here, folks. We're just not aware of any other reality than the matrix we're caught in. Most people are not aware that there's a whole different way of being human that we're being called to by the universe. And they're stuck in these modes of being. I, <laughs> so many people I've met over my life, you know, are stuck in negative ways of being, stuck in uh, sort of uh, spiritually sick ways of being. Uh, they have become habituated into doing real spiritual harm. I've seen it in communities where people will uh, wreck uh, the growth of things like churches. I witnessed that myself uh, because that's what they've always done. And that's what they do. It comes from the need to control. It comes from the need to feel better about themselves. It comes from the need uh, to uh, have some say over the existential questions of life. And so we will self-generate crises. We will self-generate pain. We will self-generate shame. We will self-generate uh, guilt and a sort of spiritual self-mutilation and a sort of spiritual self-harm so that we know that we're alive and that we exist. Unfortunately, it doesn't work uh, because we can do all kinds of things in that false reality we create and it isn't going to matter. Uh, I'll give you a pretty easy example. Uh, how many times have any of us thought that uh, having uh, more money would solve our problems? And then you, 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 you hear of stories where people come into more money, they inherit it, they win it, whatever it may be. And I'm talking real money. I'm talking money that will, you know, make you a rich person and it wrecks them uh, because they still function out of a set of false perceptions that cause people to cause their own drama, cause their own pain, cause their own guilt. 
um, a, a person who uh, is a jerk with a little bit of money will be a bigger jerk with a lot of money until they transform. And that's what this is about. This is about transformation. This is about becoming uh, more authentic and living out of a place where you're going to make mistakes, but rather than hold on to them and deny them, shame and guilt yourself for them, you learn from them. This is about living out of a place, a way of being human, where we don't have to create drama to know we exist. Rather, we know it every minute of every day. We are centered in our humanness, our spirituality. And if you know my theory, they're one and the same thing. There's not being spiritual and being human, or being human and being spiritual. They're the same thing. So, we see this really manifesting itself in, in obvious ways lately, this, this sort of self-inflicted wounds. I mean, we see it on a greater scale even now in our politics, that we are choosing to live out of uh, oh, the way of the false reality we've created. And we keep self-inflicting wounds, trying to think that somehow that's going to make things better. It's, it's no different than an addict, folks, who, who continues to do the same thing. And they're expecting something different to happen. Well, we, we do that uh, on a daily basis as humans. We keep holding on to guilt. We keep holding on to shame individually and collectively. We keep uh, playing the victim collectively uh, or individually. We keep uh, holding on to concepts that serve no purpose other than those of our own needs and, and most of the time they don't even take care of those needs and so it's very much like like being an addict it's like watching an addict uh, it's insane that's the definition of insanity is to keep living the same way expecting to become spiritual or expecting transformation we have to live in a different way. We have to perceive in a different way. We have to comprehend in a different way. Because life is hard. Life will, hold, life will hand us hard things. Uh, it is not easy. But I have thought this for a very long time. Uh, I really believe that about 70% of our pain, 70% of our worry 70% of our angst could probably be done away with relatively easy uh, by uh, letting go of the past by letting go of shame and guilt by letting go of those things that hold us back uh, letting go of our own need for drama our own need for self-sabotage but you got to be aware. You got to be aware of the fact that there's a better way to be. And that is really uh, what this podcast is about.
I can't say that I'm completely there. Every day I vacillate between, you know, sort of centered, grounded, uh, authenticity and my ego. And, you know, in that rub, there is the, there's the learning. May it be for you today that you not fall into, uh, in deep ways, self-spiritual sabotage. We'll talk to you later, my friends. Thanks for your time. Bye-bye.